thank you. Um, after I get through, you may want to simply delete this one. This might be not one for the archives. I'm sorry. Uh, I've had kind of a an interesting day. <laughs> um, and because we have someone who's new here, I'm going to try and stay. I'm going to try and pull some experience, strength and hope out of all this. But who knows? You know, keep coming back. There will be other speakers. Um, but I'll just I'm going to give you the stats because, frankly, I came into Overeers Anonymous for one reason and one reason only, and that was to lose weight. That had been uh, something I had tried. I've never tried at anything harder and failed more miserably than to lose weight and keep it off. So um, I've been coming to Overeers Anonymous for between 41 and 42 years. Uh, I have been abstaining from compulsive overeating uh, for um, 37 years. And my top weight was in this program was about 200 pounds. This program was 98 pounds. And um, right now I'm currently maintaining an 80 pound weight loss for, for quite a few years now. And um, how I do that is I go to, I go to meetings regularly of over years Namas and now with Zoom, it sure makes it, all, it, makes it very easy. Um, I have a sponsor and I, I am in, contact with that sponsor. I actually text her my food um, because I'm, uh, when it comes to food, I am highly dishonest with myself and with you. I want to make it sound good. And uh, so I text in what I'm going to eat for the day. And um, I, I use the tools, you know, uh, pick up the phone when I'm upset, uh, go to meetings, especially when I'm upset. I um, pray, I work the steps with a sponsor, I sponsor people. Uh, I give service at the meetings that I go to, usually in the form of treasure or speaker getter, inner group rep or something like that. Um, I don't do all these things simultaneously because that would be crazy, but I do do them in the course of a day or a week. And um, I have to, not everybody does this, and it's certainly not any, I am not a spokesperson for OA. I'm just telling you my experience that having done this now for 37 years, I need to weigh and measure my food, plain and simple, because otherwise I just, you know, I have no idea what a normal portion looks like, but I'm sure it's three times what it usually is. Um, I tell this all the time, but it's still true. When I found out that a normal four ounce portion of protein is the size of a deck of cards, I still weep over that. That just is so disappointing. It's unbelievable. I'm one of those people that want like the turkey leg from the you know Renaissance fair and non that. That's what I want for a serving of protein. Um, so uh, also I have found in my later year, my golden years, that um, if I don't exercise, my weight goes up. I don't care if I'm eating like, you know, St. Mary, I, my weight goes up. If I, you know, if I have, if I don't exercise and it's really hard right now in the desert, I love to go for walks, but my God, when it's like 93 at 6 a.m. <sighs> so I go to the gym, I didn't go today, but I will go this weekend. And uh, that's kind of what I do. Um, but especially the steps and especially the outreach and the meetings, if nothing else and you're new, don't worry about all that. Just go to meetings, just go to lots of meetings, hear different people, 
go where you like what they have to say and go back. Um, uh, I What I liked was people talked about doing things I never told anybody about, like throwing away food in the garbage can and then digging it out and eating it. Um, hiding one wrapper in a more respectable wrapper and then throwing it away so people don't know what I've been eating. Um, stealing food. You know, I didn't so much, well, I did steal money, but I more than that, I stole food. And um, yeah. And um, I mean, I could tell all kinds of food stories, but, you know, 15 minutes isn't a lot of time. So I'll just tell one for our, our new friend here, my particular favorite, uh, which is that um, my sister gave me a piece of um, brown cake, chocolate cake. And uh, in Southern California, in our kitchen, ants would make a, you know, foray into the kitchen and they found my cake and I came in and it was covered in ants. And I wasn't going to let those little bastards have my cake. So I froze it. And then after it frozen, I took it out. I picked off the ones I could see, because after all, it is a chocolate cake. The ants are brown. Who knows? And I ate it. And I thought, what the hell? If there's some ants in there, well, you know, ants are considered a protein in some countries. So big deal, right? You know, a friend of mine who's here right now says that, you know, you know when something falls on the floor, she just says, it's just a larger serving surface. You bet it is, especially if it's protein. My God, when you only get four ounces of that and it drops on the floor, I'm sorry. I'm just going to roll those dice, take my chances, pick it up, maybe wash it off. I'm saying that because you're here. Normally, I wouldn't wash it off even. I just, and then pop it. So that's the kind of compulsive overeater I am. And I've been dieting since the age of five. I've had a weight problem all my life. As a baby, I look like the Michelin man's baby, you know, rolls, you know. And, um, and it's been a struggle. And I flunked out of five commercial weight loss programs. And I had my alarm electroshock to try and convince me I didn't like certain foods. And they're just, you know, they can't give me the amount of electricity that's required for that. It's illegal. So, um, so there you go, you know, uh, and welcome. If you think you have a problem with food or weight, you're in the right place. If you're just here to lose weight, by golly, you can do it. You know, I was told at a meeting early on that I didn't have to be fat again if I didn't want to be. But, <laughs> but I have to do certain things. And what we talked about just now, the tools and stuff like that, meetings especially, those are some of those certain things. And I found out that I am not someone with uh, lack of willpower. Uh, what I have is an illness similar, very similar to alcoholism, where my brain will convince me that even though I want to lose weight more than anything in the whole wide world, I'll just start tomorrow. 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 This program says we do it just for today, which really shoots a hole in that one. You know, it's like, ah. Uh, you know, they'll say, you can have that tomorrow, just not today. And it's like, okay, for some reason that feels better. Don't worry about that. Oh, do I have to give up pizza for the rest of my life? No, you don't. As my husband used to tell me, with any luck at all, you'll get hit by a truck and you won't have to worry about this program, your weight or anything else. That should pick you up. Did me. I just thought, oh, thank God I don't have to do the fourth step if I get hit by a meteor. You know, and fortunately I didn't. And I had to do the fourth step. And it's one of the things that's helped keep me abstinent. Um, 
I do today what I did then. I give service at meetings. I sponsor people. Those are the things that help me. Oh gosh, you know, that part in the big book where it says nothing will so sure immunity from a return to compulsive overeating is intensive work with other compulsive overeaters. Well, you know, if you want to go duck hunting, you got to go where the ducks go. And overeaters anonymous beings are a great place to find people that I can talk to and who can talk to me. And together we stay absent. It's what it says in our OA 12 and 12. It says we weren't meant to face this illness alone. That's why all those prayers, oh God, please keep me thin or get me thin, but I don't want to give up any food, but get me thin. You know, I didn't think that was too big a miracle for God. I mean, God's guy should be able to do anything, right? God has very little interest in that prayer. And so instead I got to go to Overeaters Anonymous and um, learn a different prayer, the serenity prayer accept the things I cannot change. The first thing to establish that's real important is am I a compulsive overeater or am I not? Because if I am, then I'm suffering from a mental, physical, and emotional, spiritual illness that only the 12 steps to date have had any effect on in a positive direction. Because of this program, I was able to stay abstinent, go back to school, get a degree, get a really good job working with the adults with developmental disabilities from which I got to retire from. And now I am living in, <laughs> I won't say what I'll say, but I'll just say a portion of Satan's anatomy um, where it's like uh, humid as all get out and hot, hot, hot. I live in Joshua Tree and it's hot, okay? And we're all just, thinking wistfully of October and trying to get through September after getting through, you know, four months of like monsoons without the curry. So, so um, I'll tell you what tipped my apple cart today. And, and just about anything, I, you know what I found today? What I have learned is that I'm still very emotional and immature. And the funny part about this is I can tell you all about my higher power and what a higher power has done for me. You know, we, but I don't think a higher power works on computers. I think that is purely the other guy's realm. Okay. The, the people who design these, the people who design the phones, all of it, it's purely from down below uh, because it's, you know, as we know, service doesn't help. So anyway, um, oh, I want to share one quick story. How much time do I have? How much time? 30 more minutes? Great. Okay, here's the story. Four minutes. Sorry. Oh, oh okay. I'll try it. I hope I can remember because it, it was so good. This is Google, <laughs> the, the GPS, right? The GPS. And his son sat him down and said, Dad, Think of Google or the GPS as God. You can argue all you want, but it's not going to help you get where you want to go. And if you argue, the GPS will simply recalculate. Think about it, man. I'm trying to get my will and I just keep getting recalculated till eventually if I give in, I'm going the right direction, you know, and, and, and I love that. And I love that Google doesn't say, look, you're not willing to follow my directions. Just shut me off. Get the hell away from me. You know, what the hell? It just keeps saying, recalculating. You know, I love that. So 
anyway. So what did I do? Because I can't get my printer in sync with my computer. This makes me angry after paying hundreds of dollars for it. It's now a beautiful paperweight. Um, what I did was I called the sponsor and cried my eyes out. I, and why did I do that? Because I'm abstinent today and sometimes stuff floats up. When I was a little kid and to this day, I am lousy at math. Horrible. The way computers think, I don't think that way at all. And so I have a hard time with it. And for some reason, I was overwhelmed with the shame of, I can't do this. Just like I couldn't do times tables. You know, I can't do this. But today, unlike when I was five or six years old, I have tools. So I call my sponsor. I talked, to, I went to meetings. I talked to another member who said they would help me. I um, prayed. And I can't think of one patron saint who's in charge of computers, maybe St. Jude, you know, lost causes, that would fit. But, um, you know, whether it gets fixed or not, is not that big a deal. Because I can go pay somebody a lot of money to help me fix this. What is a big deal is that I had breakfast, lunch and dinner, and they didn't get any bigger. I had breakfast, lunch and dinner that stayed well within my plan of eating. I have to tell you a slight sad story, which is that dinner was not amazing. Dinner wasn't even great. Dinner was just dinner, you know, protein. I get my carbohydrate dinner, carbohydrate, vegetables. And I have to watch my salt intake. So you can imagine how delicious those vegetables were with no salt in them. Mm, mm, they're good. So, um, but you know what? What's good is, is that this is the way I'm eating. And the fact that Halloween is looming on the horizon, it's all about, I can do Halloween one day at a time. I can do the rest of these holidays one day at a time. But what's important is I just don't eat today. Today, it's today. It's not tomorrow or next week or whatever. It's today. And so my life didn't go perfectly today. Who says it's gonna? You know, where is that written? You know, like they kept telling me in a cheerful, happy voice, you want the fair, Julie? Well, right now the fair's in Pleasanton. You know, blank you. But the, but the truth is, is that's right. Life ain't fair. But in this program, we're surrounded by a bunch of people who we first think are weird. And you're right on that, Dorsey. We are weird. But we care. That's the thing. I care that people don't eat a candy bar for dinner. Call me first. Okay. Call me first before you take that first compulsive bite. Because once I start on stuff like that, I don't stop. I'm like a racehorse when the door gets open. It's got to be four minutes. Is it four minutes? Yes. That's okay. time now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't Sorry. hear it. That's okay. Um, so anyway, um, as a friend of mine used to say, you know, I'm really glad to be here, safe, sane, and abstinent, and two out of three ain't bad. So that's it for me. Um, now I'm going to read. Now, this is something that totally goes against my grain, because, you know, when you're in anger, frustration, and self-pity, the last thing you want to read is something uplifting and wholesome. 
but I'm going to read it anyway in the hopes that it somebody else out there. By the way, in this little book, Voices of Recovery, which is our meditation book, um, there is no bad attitudes. I looked. Apparently, nobody here has bad attitudes. And you know, not bad or attitudes or anything like that. It's like, wow, man, I need representation. All right. It's June 29th. And it says, the purpose in doing step eight is not to judge others, bummer, uh, but to learn attitudes of mercy and forgiveness. <laughs> I want to get a voodoo doll. What do you mean, mercy and forgiveness? Yeah, I'll get to it. Trust me, I'm just in a bad way today. Okay. An OA friend mailed me a sand dollar and, and, and an essay he had written on perfectionism. His writing helped me to let go of this character defect. The essay says to look at the sand dollar. It's not broken, but it has flaws. It may be stained, it may have a nicked edge or a small hole. Can you still love it? If you can learn to love your imperfection, your imperfect sand dollar, you're capable of loving the imperfect world and people around you. People have disappointed you, hurt you, and let you down by being imperfect. I would have used a different word there. Can you let go of the idea of perfection and accept reality, loving people just the way they are? Love the imperfect people around you. Love your imperfect self and your imperfect world. For if you cannot love life the way it is, you will suffer from eternal loneliness. We all live in an imperfect world, surrounded by imperfect people. The ability to love yourself and those around you is a gift from God, which enables you to live fully, bravely, and meaningfully in an imperfect world. I like that last paragraph the best. I'll tell you what, though. It wasn't a sand dollar that did it for me. It was Overeaters Anonymous, a group of imperfect people who get together and somehow we manage to keep each other or help each other stay abstinent and there's no rules and there's no money involved and there's no you gotta you should or you oughta it's simply we suggest but it does work that's the thing i'm looking at i want results and overears anonymous has given me that um i may sound like a real you know horse's butt but believe me i'm a hell of a lot better than what i used to be a lot better. So with that, the topic is either, you know, loving your imperfections and others' imperfections or the serenity prayer um, because that's the bottom line. Okay.